0: What is going on everybody? Welcome to Lockdown Badgers. Uh, I'm Ryan Herring, your host every day. Really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Big show today. We're going to talk about a big time quarterback prospect coming to Madison in the transfer portal, potential home run edition. We're going to talk about that and a little bit more on this new offense that's potentially coming to Madison and take a bunch of your comments as well. Have great guests. It's going to be a great show. Really do appreciate everybody tuning in. Let's go. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Badgers. I'm your host, Ryan Herrings. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, I want to thank everybody again for tuning in. Uh, big show today. We got Justin on, we got Scott on, so a lot of fun. And again, I just want to thank everybody for for making this one of your first stops. This show has grown like crazy. uh, And I really appreciate everybody that's helped to do that. So um, that comes from the guests, from the people listening to the comments. And we're just going to keep building it. Keep it going. All right. So let's get Justin on. Let's get Scott on. Gentlemen, Scott, I haven't had you on in a minute, which um, I get people tell me we need more Scott. I miss Scott. I sent you one of the screenshots. People miss your voice, man. I appreciate you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to say. I'm
1: glad to be here. Happy to be a part of the family.
0: I love it. So lots to talk about, gentlemen. Uh, We're going to talk about Jacoby Criswell, uh, transfer quarterback, entered the portal from North Carolina. Obviously, there's a connection there to Wisconsin now with uh, the offensive coordinator coming across. Uh, Justin, I'm going to start with you. A, is this um, probably the likely target here for Wisconsin? And what do you think of his game?
2: I think it most definitely is, to be quite honest. I think it's tailor-made for this to set up and and be the guy that Wisconsin goes after. Number one, he is very comfortable with the system that he's he's played for North Carolina for the last several years. Um, There are rumors that Longo's actually wanted him to be the starter this year over Drake May. So that, to me, weighs a lot, and I think that we're kind of seeing that that was probably accurate given the fact that Criswell is, it went from Longos is the guy at Wisconsin to like within an hour or two Criswell is going to be visiting. And there were thoughts when Criswell went into the portal that he was going to Arkansas. Mm -hmm. So there's been a quick turn of events here where it sounds like I'm guessing Longos was probably like, Hey, you might be a backup at Arkansas. I need my guy here and I, I believe in you. So there's a lot to be said here where I think that this is the guy that he's looking at. Now looking at his game, uh, he's a little bit shorter of a quarterback than we've had in a bit, about six foot, six one, 225. He is a he's a thick dude and he's sudden and can run. And he's got a big arm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is a legit, like he's not a guy you're taking with an arm tackle. Like, you get, you get high on him and he ducks you, you're going to be falling to the ground. He's going to probably take off for 15 yards. And I think this is a guy that is a willing runner.
1: Yeah. Um, it's just – it's what we have wanted for the last few years, and we talked about it before the season. If we can get him is to make this offense, along with getting the new O.C., just so much more multiple. You know, we talked about putting guys in into positions to succeed and playing to their strengths. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but that's what this offense is predicated on, is playing to guys' strengths. And if you get a quarterback in like this, when all of a sudden that, that run-pass option is it's viable on every single play, and it just it makes you so much more difficult to defend, and I think we're going to get him. Cause he, he, um, went into the portal, what a week before, uh, Longo Mm -hmm. spot, took the job. So, uh, yeah, like Justin said, the within an hour, right. He had decided he was going to come visit Wisconsin. And when KJ Jefferson's going into his third year, starting in Arkansas, basically has that job on lock and it. Like Justin said, "This will be what his third year, Criswell in this system. You know, Makes just a lot of tailor-made, sense. Taylor made, Taylor made, and again, in you can go to the SEC or the last year, the Big Ten West, and a <laughs> few other on the right spots. I mean, you know, Wisconsin could even have some holes and go nine and three if it, everything went well. Ten and two mm-hmm. this year. I mean, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility." we got a couple games to start the year where he can kind of find himself and um I, illinois is going to be down next year they're losing a lot of talent i mean you can go across the the list in the west and it is made it's set up for the taking next mm-hmm. year so i think these are very attractive uh, you know, type qualities when he's looking at a program to mm-hmm. pick right
2: yeah. now. is right? gonna lose its 37 10th year starters. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, Ibrahim is going from Minnesota to a yeah. retirement home. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think that's a great point, Scott, because I think you can apply that to every transfer quarterback, right? This is an opportunity to come to Madison and play a manageable schedule in mm-hmm. a big time environment. And quite frankly, your biggest competition to start is Miles Briquette, and that is no knock on Miles Briquette. But if you're a transfer portal quarterback, like a real legit transfer portal quarterback, you look at that and you say, yeah, I'm going to beat Miles Burkett out. Right. Um, and the, the other th- really quick thing, and then I want to kick it back to you guys. Uh, I realized I didn't do a great job of introing. So uh, Jacoby Criswell, four-star quarterback in the 2020 class. He's been at North Carolina, 6'1", 225. He's a big dual-threat quarterback with a big-time arm. Now, he's mm-hmm. not proven. He hasn't played much. There Very little college film because he hasn't been the dude yet. But he is the type of guy who brings the physical tools that, when you create a player, you draw a guy up. That's what you're looking for. And from Arkansas, right? He was the
1: Gatorade Player of the Year, I believe, in Arkansas a couple of years back. So I mean, you know, he's 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 coming with quite a bit of hype. I think he was like the number twelve or thirteen dual threat quarterback mm-hmm. coming out of high school. Wasn't he a top hundred
0: recruit too coming
1: out of high school?
0: He was a four-star kid. I think I saw. I don't think I saw top hundred, but I mean, this is a top guy with a 100-minute recruiting yeah. profile.
2: He's got pedigree,
0: right?
1: Right. So I mean, it's it's setting up nicely, and while I do think we're going to get him, even if we don't, it it just feels so good to be shooting for such high high stars. Right now.
2: Yeah. Wisconsin's going to get somebody quality at the quarterback position this, this cycle, and it's going to be likely because of Longos. Um, there are multiple guys and it's a very QB friendly system. There's not a lot of complication to it. So there are uh, plenty of guys that they could go in and you'd feel comfortable with getting a spring and a fall camp and, and being able to, to be productive in this offense heading into the fall.
0: Give me another name. So let's say it's not, let's say it. Well, for whatever reason, maybe he goes to Arkansas or maybe the, the fit isn't there. What's, what's another name? Cause we are definitely bringing in somebody from the, who's the kid from God
2: Texas. Card. Hudson Hudson card. card. He's a possibility. Uh Nick Evers from Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma is definitely one. Um, So there's a couple of guys that I think are both fit the style that we're looking for and fit the physical tools that you're looking for.
0: So Evers is super interesting. That's another guy I wrote down to look at as six, 380 pound kid. He was a four-star in the 2022 class. Now, he's he's built different. He's lankier than mm-hmm. Jacoby. He's longer. He's quicker, but he's probably about just as quick as mm-hmm. overall top speed, but he's quicker. He's more of that cat-quick quarterback, yeah. whereas Jacoby's more of that power Shift, More
2: shifty, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Either guy, though. Like, listen, you're yeah. talking four-star athletic quarterbacks, the things Badger fans have dreamt about. Mm-hmm. Either guy takes that box. And
2: finally, in a system that does not take like – an like you don't need to be working for NASA to be able to figure out how to run Mm -hmm. it correctly.
1: And we're talking about getting these top guys. Mm -hmm. Like this was not a discussion before. um, Well, I mean, Mertz, you know, Mertz was the last one, but these dual threat guys coming into the modern era, making your offense more multiple. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we finally feel like we can be a threat you know, across the board and um, go up. And one of my big things too, you know, with the, with the offensive coordinator hire with Fickle, with the way we've already attacked the, you know, inside the state recruiting the first weekend, you know, and Fickle and the boys and Trestle, they're out uh, for 14 hours. Was it last Friday and Saturday talking to all the, you know, coaches in the state? Um, It feels like we're trying to meet, our stiffest competition where they're at. We're we're not backing away from it. Now, whether or not we get there, that's that's one thing. But he's got a vision and they're gonna see it through. I mean, they're going for it, they're shooting for oh, yeah. the top.
2: I, I love the recruiting aggressiveness, by the way, too. Like they've been mm-hmm. nonstop since he's gotten here and since he's since he's gotten his guys effectively able to recruit, they've just flat out been pushing since he's been here.
0: Yeah. And listen, that's what we've heard, right? We've heard Luke Fickle understands recruiting, understands the importance. He's going to make connections. He's going to build relationships. We've heard all of that. And mm-hmm. listen, very short sample size and new coach energy is a thing, right? Like we, this should be expected to come into a new job and start killing it. But he's met those expectations, which matters. All right, coming up, we were going to talk a little bit. Listen, there's been some criticism of the new offensive coordinator coming over. Will, will uh, his system work in the North in bad weather? Um, what about red zone struggles that he's potentially had? You know, there are some questions. Are we going to abandon all running attempts, right? there, These <laughs> criticisms and questions are out there. We're going to talk about them next on Lockdown Badgers. But first, we do need to take a quick break, hear from one of our friends. Uh, today's friend of the show is Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs, betting information. Um, really, the best spot I go to for all my futures betting, all my live in game betting. And uh, my hopes for a 49ers Super Bowl took a bit of a hit considering. Uh, we don't have a quarterback anymore. So that's probably money not well spent. But I am still in on the Suns, as you all know. And this is a great way, whatever you're in on, right, whatever team you're betting in, um, whatever you believe in, BetOnline is a great place to do that. Put your futures bets there. All sports are covered, plus live casino games, blackjack roulette. Easiest way to do it. And it's the place that we go on the Lockdown Network. We go to BetOnline. Um, grab your mobile device, head to the website today, see where all the latest trends and actions are. BetOnline, where the game starts. Uh, For your second listen today, go check out Lockdown Sports today. All the biggest news stories of the day condensed into one spot like only the Lockdown Network can do, wherever you find your podcasts, available on YouTube and the Odyssey app. I want to thank everybody again for tuning in to Lockdown Badgers. Again, we are building this community up. Really do appreciate it. Um, If you get a second, if you like the show, hit the subscribe button. We are working towards becoming the most subscribed Big Ten channel in the Lockdown Network. We're only behind Michigan. All right, that's all we got to catch up to. So if you like the show, hit the subscribe button. I really do appreciate it. And with that, let's bring the boys back on. Let's keep chopping it up. Um, so, Scott, I'm going to kick this to you first on this one. We've heard criticisms about will uh, a heavier passing offense work in the North, right? I I, I don't mean to say the North like Game of the, Game of Thrones, but like will it work in <laughs> Madison? Um, and then some also criticisms about, you know, is he going to be able to recruit to that system? So I'm just going to let you kind of take where you want to go with this. But you buying those criticisms, not a big deal to you. Where are you at on this?
1: Definitely not a big deal. I mean, there I'm sure that there will be some struggles at times because they're, there's going to be in the Big Ten regardless. I mean, Michigan eked past Illinois at one point this year, you know. So there's you're always gonna have some struggles, but when we look at his offense, and and this is not Mike Leach's offense, they're not gonna throw the ball 65 times a game. It's gonna be a lot more vertical. And there's, you know, there's a lot more. Um, the, the concepts in general are a lot more aggressive in the passing game, but it's pretty evenly balanced. I, you know, they like a they like an athletic quarterback. I mean, Howell a couple of years ago had almost 900 yards rushing with a thousand yard running back. The year before that, they had two 1,000 yard rushers. Um, you know. They'll probably will probably run the ball. I don't know, forty two to forty five percent of the time, I think. And I'm guessing when it gets to be November, you know, if we need to run the ball closer to fifty percent of the time, if there's forty mile an hour winds like there was against, I mean, it's a game by game basis. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think he's listen from all accounts and from you know, i I've, I've been watching. His videos on uh, you know his passing philosophy and the concepts he runs. This guy is is a heady dude, Longo. Like I mean, as I said earlier, he's he's like a uh, an offensive philosopher. You know, he's constantly looking at the analytics too and seeing you know at the end of each year self scouting and looking at which plays are maybe starting to be figured out more. You know, which plays average per average yards per play are not, you know, hitting home as much as they were the year before, getting rid of those plays and getting new ones in. So it's a lot different than what we've been used to with the same five, six old plays that we seemingly run all the time. I think that we're going to be, you know, an adaptable offense. I think that he's going to evolve during the time that he is here. So, I mean, I I trust his intellect. You, You have to trust this guy's intellect. He changed from old miss and you know mm-hmm. to when he went to uh UNC. So I'm not too worried about it. No.
2: Uh well I'm just gonna say, first off, that the people that are saying that this offense won't work up here, it's an incredibly lazy take. Number two,
0: we have a take down here. Let me read this this guy's comment before you, you crush him too much. Um, it this is a comment from the playmaker. I couldn't put the whole name in there because I mature under character limit. And keep in mind, Justin's calling you lazy, not me. Just keep that in <laughs> mind in your response, Damn. your playmaker. It's not so much the fact that there's change. It's that our offense needs to be run first due to the weather for half our season. He went on to say, this is a long comment, but literally the last four games of the year, the conditions were terrible. Uh, he went on to say terrible for passing.
2: Okay, so how many NFL teams do you watch in the late, late season weather, which is even worse than what we see here, run the ball for 200 plus yards in their games? Short answer, you don't. Um, let me put it to you this way. This guy has had one season where he has had over 50% passing to run. So he still runs the ball over 50% of the time. Um, the, the short answer is this.
1: So I undersold
2: him. You're yeah. yeah, you're still going to pass the ball. You still have to pass the ball in those games, in the late season games when the weather starts to turn. You may not be throwing for 350 yards when you do it, but you need to be able to to have a passing game to win. Ohio State, look, if you want to look at any team that has won the conference in the last decade, they have all been able to throw the football whenever they wanted to. There has not been a team. It's either been Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State. The Penn State team, you can argue that they were not a great running football team, but they were explosive. You can argue that, you know, the last couple of Michigan teams are really good at running the ball, but if they couldn't pass the ball and you stack the box on them, they would not be running the way that they are. It'd be no different than Wisconsin. Yes, their their line is very good, but they're not going to run for 250 yards a game if you stack nine in the box. Um, mm-hmm. it's, let,
0: me, let me kick in with Wynn really quick. So And then I'll kick it back to you guys. The guy, North Carolina, and I put this on Twitter, doesn't play in a dome. Like, no. he had played in wind and rain. Mm-hmm. So, in uh, quite frankly, there's not a ton of games where we're playing in blinding snowstorms, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think the weather team is overblown a little bit. It is. And the guys, and, he runs the ball. And the
2: football well. doesn't just drop out of the air the second the temperature gets below 40 degrees.
0: Right? I agree. I, I think it's an overblown take. Although, I will say this, to play devil's advocate, and I'm not saying either you guys are wrong or Justin, you're wrong on this. Those those teams you referenced. And let's shift to the other part of it. The other big part of the question that people have had: Can he recruit? Can we recruit the type of talent he needs on the outside and at quarterback? Because those teams you referenced, Justin, certainly Ohio State, you see those teams that Penn State had. They had real dudes on the outside.
2: To be blunt, I think that college football is now: if you prove that you can get a guy to the NFL, they'll come.
1: Yeah. If
2: you prove that you can put them in an offense where they can put up numbers and they'll get drafted, you'll get guys. And I don't think that matters where
0: Mm. now
2: it's going to definitely help if you're in the big 10 or sec. But if you prove that you have an offense, that's fun to play in that the guys are going to get opportunities. You'll get guys, which is is what what we we talked about
1: before. This is
2: what I've talked about. Even with defense, I've said the kids that end up going to the stud defenders end up going to the schools that have good offenses. Like it doesn't even matter if the defense is that great. We've seen plenty of guys go to Oklahoma and their defense has been atrocious for the, better part of 20 years now you know they keep getting four
0: stars also a blue blood though
2: yeah it is but they're terrible on defense and we still keep seeing four stars but it doesn't matter if
0: you're blue blood that's been proven
2: to a point miami still gets those guys they've been terrible on defense for the better Mm -hmm. part of forever i mean they're very boomer bust on defense but they haven't when was the last time we saw miami lock down anybody on defense it just hasn't happened like they they may get a lot of sacks and turnovers um I honestly just think if Wisconsin proves that it can throw the football and you're going to throw for three thousand plus yards and thirty plus touchdown passes, you'll get guys that want to come play in that system.
1: Yeah, and it can change like that. Look at just getting, look at just hiring different guys who have shown that they can what they can yeah. do. Look what that's oh, yeah. done already.
2: And especially if you get good recruiters, which I think what we're seeing here is he's bringing in a, a, some very well thought of recruiters. To implement this, which makes a big difference. Like yeah, when think, all comes down to push or shove, if if one recruiter is more likable, that's where guys go. Like, if it's it's a 50-50 coin toss, you go to the guy you like more.
0: Yeah. Well, we've already seen the recruiting department and the kids he brought over. I say kids because one of them, Maximus, I forget his last he's, name. He, he could be new, my son. <laughs> he Looks like he's 20. I think he literally is 23, yeah. 23, 24. And he, but he looks seemed to engage with recruits incredibly well, we actually have a recruiting department that was built to be a recruiting department, yeah. which is saying it seems like a low bar, but that's something Paul Chris could never do.
2: Yeah,
0: and he, he, he <clears> went beyond. On that.
2: uh, oh, that's okay. Go ahead.
0: I just wanted to say to Justin's
1: point, and I should have done more research on this. I just looked at you know the last four years in North Carolina, and basically uh, every season we're kind of looking at 30 passes per game. 40 runs per game
0: that's kind of what we're looking at that works yeah. yep. i mean you, you can win football games that way you can score points that way um we gotta take a quick break we gotta take a quick break because then we got user comments coming up um we do have to take a quick break uh for a word from our sponsors and we're gonna get back we have a bunch of comments we're gonna get it to justin and scott and we're not gonna get to everything probably but we'll do more questions tomorrow um but first a quick break from our sponsors all right. Thank you so much for tuning into lockdown Badgers. Really do appreciate it. Uh, we're going to finish up this segment here. I think I cut Justin off a second ago, but uh, we had to, we had to take a break. I got to force those breaks yeah. in there. As awkward as I am at it. Um, well, let's let's get, knock out some user comments here. But
2: before you dive into that, the one the little point that I was going to make with it was simply this. Um, if you look at even the passing stats for them, they just run a ton more plays than Wisconsin does. And they mm-hmm. flat out and and, I looked at it. There are seasons where their fifth or sixth receiver is getting close to 20 catches, which does not happen at Wisconsin for wide receivers. But yeah, yeah. they they definitely run a lot more tempo than we do. Well, the tempo
0: will be interesting because the defense plays into that too. You know, it, it'll be interesting in terms of depends how well, good I, you are on offense. No, I was gonna get, say like, North Carolina's defense gave up a lot of points. So they had to they had to score more. They they
2: weren't they weren't game. putting the ball back in the offense's lap yeah. to, to run plays.
0: You, My only point in that is you wonder if Wisconsin's defense stays as rock solid as it has been for several years, or even if they take a slight step back and North Carolina is able to build more or not Geez, not North Carolina, we're able to build more leads. Maybe he runs even more is my point as, as the game. Probably.
2: And not only that, but you look at it from this context, people keep talking about how this may negatively impact it. Guess what? If Wisconsin gets up way early, the game gets a lot simpler for the defense too, because now you can just pass rush and come after the quarterback rather than having to worry about the run. It's going to be unbalanced.
0: It's going to be interesting for sure. All right, let's bring up some comments here. Uh, I think I like our new setup for this. I'm just going to kick it to either Scott or Justin. We're going to do quick reactions to some comments to try to get through a lot of what y'all have to say because that's important to me. Um, Scott, I'm going to kick it to you. Because you kind of already talked about this, but Bucky set up pretty nice to hammer recruiting transfer portal for 2023. Bring in a few now for 20 or 2024. Bring in a few now for 2023 and excel with the week schedule. Possibly knock off Ohio State. That's from TG. I think he's kind of setting up. Yeah, we could really come out of the gate strong with this schedule. You already kind of hit on this, but um, agree, disagree. Yeah, absolutely
1: agree. And I think, honestly, it's a big selling point to get a great transfer quarterback in here this year. Mm -hmm. Not only a transfer quarterback, to get players in to plug up the holes that we've got, that we talked about in the middle of the defensive line, cornerback, get another pass rusher. I'm guessing Herbig's going to go pro. And, um, you know, get a tight end. I mean, I like Cundiff a lot, but the poor guys had two horrific injuries. And we've had just a lot of injury problems at tight end. I, I think that you can sell guys on that, saying look, we got one more year in the Big Ten West, and that's ripe for the taking. You know, yeah. um, I'm still going to plan. Just as as excited as I am, I'm going to plan for a loss against Ohio State. I mm-hmm. hope, you know, I mean, I hope that it's a it's a closer game, and you know, we're in it in the middle to the latter part of the third quarter at least. but um, I think realistically if the transfer portal goes about how we think it's going to go, which is pretty solid, we think we're going to get a really good quarterback. We think, and I think this is, these are realistic expectations. Uh, Plug up some of those holes. I think eight and four to nine and three is very doable. Eight and four won the big 10 West last year. That's a great point. You know, so Um, I think if everything, you know, shakes, shakes out, right. You could definitely go nine and three. If you get a quarterback in there, we've seen what dynamic quarterbacks, they can change everything. Mm -hmm. So, and we've got a lot of other pieces in place, you know, we've got a lot of solid guys, uh, you know, wideouts that have some experience now if Braylon with an actual running back coach, you know, without facing nine guys in the box on every play, because that's Mm -hmm. another thing we, we didn't really talk a lot about yet, but I think, You know, this offense in general is based on getting guys in space and creating those space, creating those gaps.
2: No matter what, he's going to see more space because we're going to be playing around. I mean, he's comfortable running out of a four wide set.
0: Well, this is actually let me let me get into the next comment then because you guys are, are encroaching upon its territory. And Justin, let me have you pick this back up. Billy Bob says the best way to make lanes for a running back is to get the linebackers and safeties back. How is this offense going to enhance our running game, Justin?
2: Sure. The first thing I would say on this is, number one, you're going to take a lot of linebackers off the field with the formations that he wants to run. It's going to be a lot of nickel and dime that they're going to have to play because we're going to go four wide. We'll run out of that. We'll go three wide a ton probably too. But we'll go four wide for sure, single back set, and just say, all right, we're going to make it really difficult for you to run blitz because you're going to have to bring safeties if you want to, because you're not going to have your safeties or corners because you're not going to have your linebackers on the field because we're going to have wide receivers there and they're going to have to make a decision. And that is that if the receivers take off downfield, now it's suddenly, okay, what am I potentially giving up? if This guy hands the ball off. Like there's ways to really simplify the running game and, We've seen how some of these schemes work. Like if your passing game really works, if you have a good offensive line, like the year, the big year that UNC had, these guys averaged seven and a half yards of carry. Yeah. Like
1: Williams and Carter,
2: right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that that's what we're going to do, but it's like if we end up getting to six and a half again, that's a problem. Like teams like Iowa who want to play in the box, you're making them, like Iowa's best-selling point in their defense is their linebackers. Yep. And if you can get the two of them off the field, now suddenly it's, okay, well, we've kind of nullified their their strongest position group. And, yeah, they have good corners yet. They're, they're very, you know, stable in terms of defense in general. But I'll take my chances against their their nickel and dime corners over, you know, having mm-hmm. linebackers on the field, especially tackling Braylon Allen.
1: Yeah. yeah. And what, what Longo's offense, what I've noticed, is really able to do – that's really interesting too, is out of those wide sets and, you know, three or four wide out sets, they're able to still run power. There's a lot of pulling guards and tight ends, a lot of counters still. Um, So, you know, he's shooting for the best of both worlds there, which is another reason why I think it's really set up already uh, tailored kind of for Wisconsin. What we, we were wanting to go this direction
0: anyways, already one of
2: well, his
0: off- offensive line coaches coming over as well. So you mentioned yeah. pulling guards, counters, traps, some of that stuff, him bringing his offensive line over, I think is a continuity move yeah. where he's obviously fickle had to buy off on that. So I'm sure he's solid in other aspects, but it's a way for him to implement a system even quicker.
2: Yep. Well, and the other thing is a quarterback like Chriswell or, or, or Evers, you have a guy who really takes the linebackers out of the run defense because they can't just come sprinting downhill when the quarterback may hold onto the ball and go around the opposite side.
0: That's going to be fun to
2: watch. That is going to really make it complicated for them to sit on stuff. And we saw what this, like Ohio state did this to us. We saw this in 2019 when our defense was amazing. And eventually we had to sit there and bite on stuff with fields and eventually, they started springing runs on us. Like eventually, the offensive line will find ways to get to you if your defense has to take some missteps or false steps, or even just not dive downhill as fast as you'd like to.
1: Well, and how many how many horrible hits did Allen take because that threat of the run
0: wasn't there from the quarterback ever?
2: Yeah. A ton. You guys
0: crashing down the line of scrimmage, catching from behind. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, this is good stuff, guys. We're going to keep talking about it. I mean, we're going to finish up. We had a bunch more comments, but you guys actually kind of stumbled into answering several several of them regarding Longo's offense and a few other things. Uh, I'm going to put this one up here to finish with. This is just a nice comment. I found your channel. This is from JS. I found your channel when I wanted to find out more about football changes at Madison. Um, you are my go-to every morning. You have a lot of stuff instead of fluff. And I think that's something we do good on this show. We We try not to waste anybody's time. We get into it. We get out of it. And JS, I appreciate that comment. That's super nice. Um, Glad that we're part of your day, quite frankly. And it's it's a really cool thing. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate both of you guys so much. We have There's so much to talk about. We're going to keep coming probably daily, quite honest, until some of this settles down. So uh, the Scott, Justin, these guys are incredible. Uh, They make the show what it is. To everyone listening, thank you so much. Uh, On Wisconsin. And we're going to talk to you tomorrow.
1: Yeah.